Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this great opportunity. Thank you for loving us so much uh, that you will give us you. And we appreciate you so much for that. You've been so good to us. And Lord, uh, as the enemy come to try to uh, zap the power that you've given us, I'm asking you, Lord, to uh, give us that intestinal fortitude that we need to be able to take on the enemy. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. First of all, I want to thank everybody uh, for praying for me this week as I traveled to Chicago to uh, bury my cousin uh, who had got murdered in Chicago. And so I appreciate you guys' prayers. Uh, God was with us, and it was amazing. Um, the, the song, the, the, the praise and worship team sung a couple songs that um, um, he is able, and uh, in it says, uh, don't give up on God because God won't give up on you, right? And then it says, he knows your name. Uh, you have to know God knows your name. Um, the, we often, I was talking, me and Margaret had a conversation, and she talked about the kingdom, and that I need to get, you know, talk more about it, because we have a, a new group of people who don't know much about the teaching of the kingdom. Uh, so I want to invite everybody out, particularly the Bible study, as we go deep into that. Um, I want you to understand that a kingdom uh, is... Uh, is ran by a king, and the difference between a king and a kingdom, uh, I mean, a kingdom and a democracy, is the people uh, rule in a democracy where the king rules in a kingdom, right? And so uh, in a democracy, we can vote. Even if it's wrong, we can vote right, make wrong right in a democracy. You can't do that in a kingdom because in a kingdom, the king is always right. Uh, and so he sets the laws, he owns everything, the people and all the land. And so when Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, uh, he wants us to know that God is back in charge. Uh, he wants us to know that he's in charge. Amen. Now, I want you guys to, uh, uh, to really get with me on this, particularly my young people. I want them to pay close attention to this sermon today. Because we want to talk about how to move God. Everybody say, how to move God. How do we move God? Uh, and, and, and you talk about a kingdom. Uh, and, and how do you move God in a kingdom all right, when he's in charge? Well, one thing is, is uh, you have to believe in the king. And you have to obey the king. Everybody say, believe, believe. and obey. Now, that's important. Uh, a lot of us accepted Christ into our life, and then we say that he's the Lord of our life, uh, but we say it in word only. We don't really believe it in our heart uh, because it's reflective in our living, in our day-to-day -day life. So it's manifested. Uh, and so it's important for us to know uh, in this kingdom, when God sent Jesus uh, back here into this kingdom, he wanted us to know um, that I'm going to be... Uh, doing some mag magnificent things in this world, and I'm going to do it through you all. Now, a lot of you all didn't understand it. You didn't know what was going on uh, because the way I operated before, I would talk to the prophets, and then they would talk to the people. He said, but uh, now in these days and times, I'm going to speak through you all. He said, well, I think it's important that I reside in you, right? He says, it's important that I, I reside in you, right? So 
in Mark chapter 3, I mean chapter 9, verse 23, it says, Jesus said unto them, now watch this here, if thou canst believe, now it was a young man whose daughter was sick, and her daughter was, his daughter was sick and she was dying, so Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible, right, if you what? Now, everything is possible if you can believe it in your head. We used to say that all the time. Now, I want the young people to understand this, right, that you have to really understand about the belief system and why it's so important. I believe personally that God resides in each one of us, right? Now, I know a lot of people don't agree with that theologically because they say God is in the sky and all that. I do think he resides there, but I think God resides in us, right? Uh, and now here's what I believe, and I want the young people to get, take a screenshot of this. That God works in us. He works in us, and God works through us, right? And God works as you, right? So God works in us, right? And, and he works through us, and he works as us, right? Now, uh, people say, oh, well, it's, no, it's kind of like off, that's heresy, all that. Well, we got to look at it, and let's, let's think about it. We often talk about that everything in the world uh, was created by God, uh, we believe that God created everything, right? And, and, and uh, if we believe that, then we have to ask the question, Ontario, uh, is that the suit, the jacket you have on is so nice, uh, did God create that jacket or did he not? If, he, if God created everything and he created that jacket, then uh, I want to challenge you to believe that God worked in the mind of the person who created the jacket. Right? So God rests in our mind. So your mind is such a powerful entity, uh, it can take, it's like a, it's like a weed. It's like a weed. Uh, you can take a weed and, and put it in the middle of cement and put six feet of cement uh, in that, on the top of that weed. But the weed is so powerful, it can work its way through that brick and work its way up and then come up through the concrete. Now, if you don't believe it, just go outside and look on your sidewalk. Right? Uh, that's how it is. But faith is that strong. Faith and belief is that strong. Now, your mind, if you can imagine it, you can pull it off. Right? So if you look at history uh, in time, they, they used to hunt uh, with a rock uh, in their hand. And then something triggered their mind that made them start chiseling the rock and put a point on it. Then somebody else came along and said, but what if we like, drill a hole in the end and put a stick? And now we got a spear, right? And they said, I can take that spear and I can hunt. So I said, what if I create a, some wood and, and then put a string on it and then put a little slit in the end of the string and then pull it back and we can create a force and now we can hunt from a distance, right? Uh, but where did it come from, though? It came from the mind of men. Right? But God worked through our mind, uh, and he wanted to change the world. He wanted to change the world through you. Now, here's the thing that's important. Jesus Christ, Dale, was so important in a couple sense, right, in a couple ways. Number one is that we believe that uh, in some circles that Jesus and God is the same, right? And they believe it so much they teach it really strong. And there's other circles say that he was a prophet, right? Uh, so uh, what is he and what was he? Well, let me kind of throw some out there for you so you can kind of understand, I believe, how God works, 
right, scripturally. So for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. So if you study history and you go back in history, you'll find out the story of Jesus. Well, they told us in the Bible the story of Jesus. He was, uh, his mother uh, had got impregnated, and when she got impregnated, uh, uh, they had to hide the baby because they was going to kill the baby, and the baby went down into Egypt along with his parents. Now, this is a human being, right? Down there, and it was hiding, but this baby was so anointed that God resided in the baby. That's why Jesus is so powerful because we said that's God in the flesh, but he really was a human being. I think God was trying to let us understand something and realize how he works, right? And so Jesus, that's why Jesus said, the works that I do, you'll be able to do even greater works. Because, uh, so God was trying to let us know something, Nika. He was trying to let us in on a secret. He was letting us in on a secret that if you understand who I am, I will be in you, and then I will do some magnificent things through you, but I'm going to do it as you. Right, and 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 so and, and so we we, we kind of miss it because we can dismiss it as long as he's up there, right? But if we realize that he's in here, it's something about the human body uh, that if you study uh, anatomy and all that, it's something about this body that makes the machine run. It's something that makes this blood pump through your body. It's something so unique about the body that it can heal itself. Right? Uh, is there's an intelligence in the body that can cause the body to uh, uh, heal itself. But there's something, there's an intelligence in the body can make a person take a rock and turn into a cathedral. Right? So, but this intelligence is inside a man. Right? Where, well, where you get it from? Now, there's a, a story of a man by the name of Job. Uh, Job was a perfect and upright man, uh, and he had a situation going on. And in his situation, God, uh, uh, Satan, and all the angels, Satan, and all the angels, let me say it again, Satan and all the angels, because Satan was one of God's angels, right? Uh, that was his son, right? And so he was, the rest of the angels came, and they wanted to meet with God and have a conversation. And so Satan came with them. And so he says, where you come from, Satan? He said, I'm walking to and fro in the earth seeking whom I may devour. He says, now God says, now have you considered my servant Job? Now here's the power of it. Job uh, uh, had a little insight on something. Job realized that everything he had, all the stuff he had was not his. It had been given to him by God. So what Satan really wanted to do was try to change Job's mind. That's why when you read Romans chapter 2, he says, you're transformed by the renewing of your mind because God is going to work through your mind. If I can change your mind, I can change your destination. If I can change your mind, I can change your hairdo. If I can change your mind, I can change the way you dress. If I can change your mind, I can change your house. I can change what kind of car you drive. If I can just change the way you think. Some people uh, uh, live in a situation. I was watching a documentary and a young man was talking, he said he did not realize what he didn't have until he got around somebody that had. And he thought he was doing all right, but he had went to another part uh, of a country, and he was with some very, very wealthy people. And this, oh, this wasn't no book. I read his book. 
This was in person. I was eating with this guy. His name was uh, 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 Frazier. He, he runs the financial piece of the covenant. And he was telling us that he was homeless, sleeping in a car, right? He had lost everything. He had got sick and some things had happened. He had lost everything, and he was homeless. And, and so he didn't know what to do and things. He said, but one thing he had was his imagination. God never, ever left him, and he started to believe that he could be different. Once he started believing he could be different, and then he started acting different. So he took his situation, and you heard Harvey, Steve Harvey tell that story. He take his situation, and he move it from one place to another. It always happened. We always say this. If that kid would just pay attention to me and listen to me, uh, they would be a whole lot better. What you're trying to do is influence the way they think, right? Well, God wants to influence us. So what he did was he put himself inside of us. And now here's the thing. It's like the light switch. It's there, uh, DeAndra, but if I don't turn the lights on, I'm always going to be in the dark. But the power is there, but we don't know how to flip the switch. That's where your belief system comes in there. You have to believe that God resides in you. And God works through you, and God will work as you. Now, you say, ah, oh, I don't believe that. Right, because you don't believe it. If you don't believe it, you won't act like it. You're always going to act the way you believe. So I don't believe that. Okay, then you won't do nothing with it. You keep on doing what you're doing. You keep on complaining, and you believe that your fate is nothing. You believe you're nobody. You can't get nothing. A lot of us are in because we keep talking about it. We keep manifesting it, and, and, and we talk about this situation. We don't talk about what we want to be. We talk about what we are. And, and most of us live in the past. So we almost can't see it, right? So, so I want you to stay with me because this is going to be good because once you understand that God is in you and he want to work through you and he wouldn't work as you, right, then it's going to change. Now, listen, he is able don't give up on him because he won't what? Give up on you. Now, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Now, this is interesting. God said, I'll never leave you. So if he's never going to leave you, that means uh, he's going to be with you everywhere you go. You, and, and the psalmist said, you can go to the pits of hell. He said, I'm going to be there. He said, you can go to the heavens and I'll be there. He said, wherever you go, so you don't get to hide from God. You can't hide from God because God resides in you. Right? The, the problem is we don't want to. We want to, but we just don't believe it because we never taught you that. And, and you never read it. So and since I don't know, I, uh, uh, some of us are handcuffed uh, by the way we were raised. That's why they said some stuff is generational curses. Uh, you start, your mama did it, your grandmama did it, your mama did it, now you're doing it, and your kids are doing it. Because you don't know any different. And whenever, now watch this here, if you don't believe I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth, whenever a kid pull away from the pack, you know what they say? They think they're better than everybody else. Because they want you to stay like all the rest of us. You know, you, 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 we want you to stay stuck where we are. But some kind of way, God turned the light on all right, inside your head. And when you turn that light on, the game, everybody said the game change. Now, watch this here. Now, as the baby was sick, and they says, Lord, 
He says, if you believe, if you believe, all things are possible. All things. Now, this is how we move God. We move God by believing him and trusting him. We, we move God by really believing his word and trusting him. All right? And he, says, he says, and straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears. Now, watch this here. You can hear yourself. I believe, but I need you to help my unbelief. Right? I believe, but I, I need some help with my unbelief because I just can't believe that. It just doesn't make sense to me. I can't see it. Now, you got some people in the audience, their mind, right, is a roadmap to life. They can see it before they see it. They can visualize it and move in that way. And some of us will say, well, you know, I, I'm just tired. I was raised this way, and it's just, you don't understand my situation, my circumstance. And I want you to know something. I don't care what you're going through. Somebody else already been through it. Whatever situation you're in, uh, somebody else already been through it. They've came out of it, and they have a testimony that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever ask or think. Well, how did it do it? It didn't just happen. They had to believe it. They had to change the way they think. And once they, try, once they start changing the way they think, uh, it changed their life. Right? And then you start believing it, and then you start to move. And once you start believing and start moving, things get better. Uh, I'm looking here at uh, Miss Kosei and Tasia. And I remember uh, when Tasia started working with me in the children's ministry. Right? When Tasia was working in children's ministry, she, she was a, a, a student. And she had a crazy schedule. And, and, and she had the children and her husband. And she was trying to juggle all the balls. And her goal was to have a daycare. Right? And she, so she had a vision. She wanted to have this daycare. And her vision was to have it. And God blessed her to have a daycare in her home. But her vision was really beyond that. So she believed that she can have something beyond that. So God worked it out where they found some real estate that had been laying around that was somebody else's junk, but she had a vision for it be something else. And because she could see it and she believed it and God worked through her, people's lives are being changed because of it. Now, uh, she didn't just wait on God. She believed him. And she believed God gave her the ability to do. Right? And it didn't matter what people said here. It didn't matter about the roadblocks. It didn't matter about they said you can't do this here and you got to have this paper over here. You got to have every time they try to put a roadblock, I have a conversation with her sometime, uh, she never stopped moving because she believed God would. And he did. Right? So that's how God worked. Now, we all uh, uh, have that testimony somewhere in our life what God has brought us through. So we have to understand, the more uh, we believe in God, the more we'll see God move. And here's the key. And the key to it is that Jesus said this way, if you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, uh, all these things will be added. He said, God will just move on your behalf. He said, but if you, if you seek his kingdom, seek him, I got to believe he's there. I got I to believe it so much that I can accomplish it. I can make it happen, right? It's not I, but God that liveth in me. That's why I say, greater is he 
that is in me than he that's in the world. Now, who is the world? The world is the people who got God in them but don't know they got him. Uh, uh, God is in them, but they don't believe God is in them. They keep denying it. So what happens is I surpass you because I believe it. Right? So I, I believe he's able. I, I, I can believe he can do it. So because I believe, uh, I move God to work on my behalf. You don't believe him, but you got the gift. So you sit on your gift and you just complain about won't nobody do nothing for me. They won't give me a chance. I can't believe they won't open the door for me. They're in there and they won't give me a loan. Really? I, I was riding down the street the other day and I saw some kids and they were sitting on the corner uh, with a, a table and on the table they had some uh, cups and they had a jar of lemonade. Uh, and, they, and they were sitting there and they were selling lemonade. And I stopped, and I bought a cup of lemonade for $10. Now, they was only selling for 50 cents, right? But God told me uh, in my spirit, uh, buy a cup of lemonade. So, they, listen, their value went up real quick. Because they believed that they wanted to get something accomplished, and they got outside, and they bought a pack of Kool-Aid or some lemonade, and they, started, they believed that they could do something, and they had a goal. They set out to do it, and then God started moving with them. You, you can't, if you want to move God, you got to move. You, you, you got to believe it. You, you got to, faith is about trusting God and believing he is. Because I can do all, don't quote it no more, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Because um, if, if God is in me, and I know he is, right, uh, I can do all things uh, through Christ. Now, listen to me. Now, this is important. I, I don't want you guys to, I better get over. I better stay with here. I got to move. All right now, listen to this here. In God is a spirit. Right? Right? And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in what? So first of all, you got to make sure that you're honest in your heart. And remember, God is a spirit, man. He's not a person. So spirits reside in people and it can take the form of. Right? So as God is working through you and I'm working in righteousness and in truth, then I'm working on his behalf. So that since God is a spirit and he resides in me, we really spiritual beings have an earthly experience. That's what we really are. We're really spiritual beings. Now, some people don't get that, so I don't believe it. All right, then you're going to move like you don't believe it because that's the way you believe. So you stay stuck while somebody else passes you. As they pass you by, you just get to talk about them on the phone and gossip about them on Facebook as they keep moving because you refuse to believe, right? Uh, but if you want God to move and he's in your imagination uh, and nobody can stop your imagination, nobody has the ability to stop your belief. Nobody. They, 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 nobody has the ability to stop you but you. Now, who, who is bigger than God? So if God is residing in me, how dare you think you can stop me from being what God wants me to be? You can't tell me what I can and cannot do. You don't have that ability. You don't have that power over my life. Right? Because uh, God is in me. Greater is he is in me than he's in you. If you're coming up against me, I bind that spirit. And I can buy that way because it's coming up against me. Yeah. 
All right, listen to John. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? You got to know the truth. What is the truth? That God is a spirit. And that's why he says the whole, that's why it was so important. That's why Jesus is so important, people. He's so important, right? Because uh, God was showing us what you can do as a human. That's why Jesus is so important. God really wanted to show us what we can do and the power we can have. That's why he told his disciples. I know y'all believe in me. I know you do. But that stuff I'm doing, you can do even greater if you just believe. If you believe in the same God that I believe in, if you believe in my father and what he's able to do, uh, you'll be able to do it too. Right? Uh, can't no, listen, can't nobody, say it again, can't nobody do it. Can't nobody do it like that. Nobody. Nobody. So you have to understand that. Now listen to me. I don't care what they try to do. They can't even hold you down. People tried everything to hold you down, and they couldn't stop you. They, some of you all applied for jobs, and there was people on the inside. Raise your hand if you're in a management position. Management. Raise your hand. Yeah. Put your hand down. Stand up if you ever had to interview somebody and you was in charge of hiring. Just stand up. You ever had to interview somebody in your lifetime? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what? Now, everybody that's standing, all right, everybody that was standing, here's the deal. God was working them and through them. They could have made a decision whether they wanted to hire you or not. They had the power to do it. Right? Now, God is a spirit. Now, some people, you didn't even want to hire. But God put the situation so tough that you had to hire them. Right? Even though you didn't want to. Right? Uh, because they was praying, and the problem is, some of us pray so hard for God. You can sit down there. Some of us pray so hard, and we ask God to bless us, and then he bless us, and then after he get us, then we mad he gave us a job. Right? Uh, uh, Pierre, you'll appreciate that one, right? They're like, man, I just need a job so bad. If you just give me this job, I promise you I'm going to work so hard. Then as soon as you give them 21 hours, man, listen, I, I got football practice. I got to go over here. My mama got sick, and my daddy's dead, and, and the chicken. They, they acted, but now they were so excited to get it, and they prayed, and God answered their prayer, and then all of a sudden their belief in God went to poop. Because now they don't represent them no more. Because now they call the boss lying about what they have to do. Lying about they got an appointment. Lying about this. Doing all this. Now you operating out of a lie and not the truth. So if God going to move the world, he's going to move the world through us. So we got to know the truth. And the truth shall set us free, right? Now, here, here's the deal. My whole thing with dead is gone. Now hit the next slide. Right? And God said, let us make man in our image. So if God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, then we are spiritual beings. So God was trying to show us something when he created us from the beginning. Now, I know some people, uh, I can hear your spirits, uh, you people that's great theologians, and you've been studying, and said, that wasn't the God or the Bible, that was somebody else. I want you to know that inside of every one of us lie two spirits. Hear me well. Right? 
Make sure, make sure this my hey, hey, my camera guys, make sure this is on because this will keep messing up. All right, uh, inside of everybody, everybody, um, lies two spirits, right? There's always a yin and a yang, right? So, uh, the question is, uh, which one gonna have power, right? Which, which one is gonna have power in our life? So, which one do we believe? Now, here's the get now, listen, if you believe now. Here's what happened to the person that's a crook. They believe in their heart that they can pull a fast one on you. Right? So they cheat you. Right? The problem is now they got to look over their shoulder. Right? And they got to keep looking, hoping that you didn't know that they found out you cheated them. Right? Here's the thing that's even deeper than that. Right? Once you sow that seed, you're going to grow that seed. So, so whatever you sow, you're going to grow. Everybody say, whatever you sow, you're going to grow. So if God is residing in you, and I know God, if I feed the God man in me, then that's who's going to grow. But if I don't feed the God in me, right, I'm going to feed the demon in me. I'm going to feed the adversary. And then instead of me doing right by people, then I'm going to try to do right by me. That's why Jesus says the greatest currency is love. Because love is not about you, it's about others. Right? And you. All right? Now, I'll go to the next slide now. Right? For as he thinketh in his what? As a man thinketh in his heart. Now, we're going back. I want you guys, I'm trying to show you that God resides in you. So, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is what? He. Now, listen to this part right here, because we don't normally quote this part, uh, Sam. Eat and drink, said he to thee. Right? But his heart is not with you. Now, a man, as he thinks, right? As a man thinketh, so is he. But watch what he says. Eat and drink, saith he, but his heart is not with you. He don't really, really mean you no good. But he's thinking in his heart how I can get you. He don't really care anything about you, but it sounds good. But, but he, in his mind, uh, that's why he says, wherever a man thinketh. So is he. So if I think God is walking in me, if I think God is in me, if I believe it, I'm going to move accordingly. Right? Now go to the next slide, Nari, so I can get through this thing. And, all right? Ooh. Uh, and be not conformed to this world. Everybody said, be not conformed. But be ye transformed. How? I got to change the way I think. I got to change, and I got to believe that God is in me, watch this here, working through me and working as me. Right? So God is working through somebody as somebody. Now, this is important for you to understand. So you got to think about, forget how I was raised, but how was I when I got born again? That's why Jesus said you got to be born again. Because you got to rethink this thing because sometimes our parents and our grandparents and our aunts and our uncles, they meant well, right? But they were wrong. You know, I remember uh, my mama had insurance. And my mama meant well when she told me to tell him I wasn't at home when he came to collect. Right? Thank God nobody died because we wouldn't have had no insurance because she didn't pay it. We don't think like that, right? We just tell a lie. Right? But when you walk in righteousness, everybody say walk in righteousness. 
change your thinking, realize that God is living in you. So now as I get up in the morning and I meditate and I'm thinking about God and I, he's working in me, every time I interact with you, I'm interacting as God. Now, every time I interact with you, I interact as God. Now, Steve, that's a game changer, right? So now I'm going to be honest with you because I'm acting as God. Now, if God is in me, and he said the Holy Spirit resides in us, if God is in us and he's working through us, so when I interact with you, I got to be interacting as God. Right? Now, how do I treat you? Now that I'm representing him and I'm acting as him, or if I don't believe I'm acting as him, then I'm going to act as me. And I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do. And somebody said, well, you know, I was just raised that way. I know you were. That's why you got to be born again. Now, do I go back into my mother's womb and come out? No. I just got to change the way I think. I, I, I got to be born again. I got to rethink. I got to rethink who I am. Right? So now I'm transforming to a different person. Now, some people, they still call me Stu Man. Some people call me Reverend Stu Man. You know, that Reverend Stu Man. You know, they don't want to let go of the Stu Man piece, right? Now, here's the problem. I, I ain't Stu Man no more. I was born again and became Brother Duran. Right? Then God rebirthed me, and then he called me Deacon Duran. Then, then I had another birth experience, and then he called me Pastor Duran. But what he was telling me, uh, Terrio, I'm in you. I'm working through you. Now I'm working as you on a different level. Right? Now, you work at the gas station. God says, I want to work through you, but I want to work as you when you go to the gas station. When somebody comes... Uh, and, they, and you're at the gas station, remember, whenever you interact them, interact with them, you're working as me. So how you move and how you groove is important because you're representing him. So now he's working in you, he's working through you, so you're going to be, and he's working, and you're working as him. Right? Now, you got to believe that. You got to believe it so much that it changes your walk and your talk, and the way you're seen. So, and, and I'm done. I really, I'm really done. This is 126. Oh, 1226. That's fast, fast. Right. So, Nika gets up to sing. So, Nika has a choice. All right? I love Anika. That's my baby. All right? I love her. So, when Nika get up, she has a choice. Right? So, she, she going to get up. Here's what Nika going to say. It's praise and worship time. She said, you can sit down and stand up. If you don't want to get up, you can just wave your hand. But one thing I want you to do, I want you to. Now, here's the thing. Now, now this is important. Uh, this is important because uh, last night, uh, Sister Knox was in so much pain uh, that it was unbearable. But Steve worked with her. She got up and she came to church. She said, I just got to get to church, right? So, Anika, get up. <laughs> Stay with me for a second. This, this is important. And I'm, I'm done. I'm really wrap this up. So she comes, and Onika get up. She said, I just, I just got to get praise and worship. 
I just I need praise and worship. I, I just got to get to praise and worship. So she get here. If Anika is not operating uh, with God in her and through her, and she's not acting as, and she said, this is myself. So uh, I, I'm not doing this, right, so I can transform lives. I'm doing it so I can show off. And I think it's cute, right? Or I'm doing it because I want you, if you can't get up because you're not feeling good, just lean with it. And just rock with it, right? Uh, because I know you may not be feeling good. If you don't feel like standing up, I understand, because your legs hurt. You might be like Pastor Duran. You only got a good uh, one leg. And you might, want, you might not stand up for a long time, but just sit there, right? And, and then we, we, once we start singing and praising God, God is going to work in her. He's going to work through them. And then Kim going to get the mic, and he, she going to work as him. So now God said, now, Kim, I gave you this voice, right? And this is the voice I gave you. Now, listen. No, no, no. Now listen. I gave you this gift, Kim, and I want you to sing this thing. And I want you to sing like you never. So she started to sing. So, now, now, she got she to die to her, and she got to come alive to him and allow him, watch this here, to work. She got to be him because they don't see him nowhere else. They don't see him nowhere else. So, so now she got to work as God because I got to, Sister Nice got to leave here feeling better than when she came. So, now what? That's why they said some people, you know, some people can sing and, and some people can sing under the anointing. Right? Because anointing destroys the yoke. So you can have the gift of singing, but you got to have the anointing to do it. Because it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Right? So that's what, now, so now God want to work through you, Derek, uh, but he also want to work as you. So when you get to work tomorrow, and that guy who's tripping, he said, now remember, Derek, before you say anything, I want you to operate as me. So you got to say, oh, then you got to go into prayer before that. You got to say, okay, God, how, what, do, what do you want me to do as you? All right? So I got to die to me, and I got to see that person, and I got to see God in them. Because the, the Jesus in me, love the Jesus in you, is so easy. I know I should join the praise and worship team. I know it. I know it. So, so, so I'm going to wrap this thing up as we go. So I want you to think, how do I move God? How do I move God? I move God uh, by allowing God to operate in me by the way I think. And that God worked through me so I get a chance to be Jesus with skin on it. And I get to love and I get to act as God. So when I'm interacting with somebody and they get on my last nerve uh, or, or they cheat me, Tasia, and they don't want to pay uh, their, their child care bill, now I got to act as God because he gave me enough resources to cover it. So, so I ain't going to get mad and snap on you. It's my turn to act as God now. Because God has all the resources. Now, here's what happened. This is a testimony. I remember a girl cheating me uh, when I did her pictures. Her mama cheated me. She took the pictures, went and copied them, Steve. And, uh, and she copied them. And I told her, I said, baby, I said, you didn't have to do that. I, I, I did you a favor. I gave you 50% off. You know what she told me? Uh, uh, you do that for everybody. So now this, is, this is the gospel truth. I'm not saying this for no, no, but God told me, go down there where she copied the pictures, get the pictures, tear them all up, 
take the original file and get everything she ordered and go give them to her for free. He says, because now I need you to act as me. Right? And, and so how do you move God? You got to let him work in you. You got to let him work through you. And you got to work, let him work, you got to work as him. Right? And, and that's what I want you guys to know today. Right? So now you got a different assignment now. So now when you go home and you're dealing with people, you say, oh, is God working in me? Or is he working through me? And especially, especially you, little Hill, little baby Crystal, when you, when you, you know, that girl elbow you in that rib in the basketball season, and you want to cuss, and you're gonna say, uh, "I know he working through me." Because <laughs> girl, you better, and and then you come back down the court, and I'm really girl. I want you to know I'm working as him right now, because you just don't know what I really want to do. <laughs> Everybody, stand to your feet. Get the Lord a hand clap. Get the Lord a hand clap. Lord, I thank you uh, so much uh, for each one of us. I thank you for allowing your spirit to reside in each one of us. Thank you for living in us. Lord, despite whatever, we believe this, that you're in us. Uh, And Lord, thank you for being in us. And thank you for working through us. And thank you for giving us the greatest gift to operate as you. So be with us, Lord. Give us the power when Satan come up against us and make us think we're less than, we know we're greater than. We love you so much. So, Lord, come into their hearts, those who uh, may feel like they're less than when they're actually greater than. Let them know that you love them. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you. We want to give our life to you. We want to rededicate our life back to you. We want to recommit our life back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. The altar's open, but before we do our altar call, I just want to share with you all. Come up, I need my prayer words to come up. Uh, I need you guys to continue to be a blessing to the ministry. We can only do work when you guys give. You got to trust God in your giving, and we need you guys to give. Now, the last couple of Sundays, I know it's been pastoral appreciation, so you guys gave me your money. I'm assuming since the offering was down, right? But don't never put me or nobody else ahead of God. You always put God first. I wouldn't care if you don't give me nothing. You always put God first. You got to do your part because we got ministry to do on behalf of the kingdom. Amen? So as you give, uh, hey, make a sacrifice. Go the extra mile. Go beyond, beyond. You know, some of you all, you've been tipping God. Now you get the blessing. Amen? Lord, bless the offering. Bless those who have to give. And those who have to give and refuse to give, give them a mind to give. Because we all have something to give. We just thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, consider yourself dismissed. God bless you. The altar is open for those who pray.